first off, let me just start by thanking you for you know allowing me to come on to this show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've heard a lot about it. Um, I was uh, you know asked by you um, to come on, and I said, hey, how can I pass something like that up? You know, it's really a great thing that you guys do for the community, for business owners. You know, to be able to get their story out there. So, you know, first and foremost, thanks for having me on here. Um, and uh, but a little bit about myself. Um, you know, I, I first and foremost, I'm a husband. Uh, I'm a father, I'm a coach, um, and I'm a business owner, right? So I've uh, been married to my amazing wife, Carrie, for the last seven years, and uh, everyone that knows her knows what I'm talking about when I say that, because it's hands down, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be able to run this business, you know, go out on my own and and start a new business um, without her at my side. That's uh, 100% the truth there. Um, Three amazing kids. one is 15, Haley. She's a sophomore at the high school here, actually. And then I have um, an eight-year-old daughter, Avery, and a six-year-old son, Bryce. And they're both over at South River School. Um, it was kind of funny that, you know, so we have the different dynamics between high school and, and elementary school, obviously, right? Yeah. So I was talking to Haley this morning and telling her, I was like, I'm going to be at your school today. <laughs> and she said, you what? <laughs> and I said, I'll be at your school today. I'm going to be interviewed uh, at the Marshfield Community Television. And she's like, wait. Is that, is that up on the third floor? And I said, I don't think so. I think it's around the corner. They said on the first floor there's a, a studio there. She's like, because I'm on the third floor a lot. Wait, what time is it? It's going to be at 11 o'clock. She said, okay, I'll be in gym. <laughs> I was like, oh, so you really don't want to see me yeah, after the school Yeah, she is clearly day. timing it. You know, and then you get the opposite. You got, you know, Avery is just uh, would love if I was at school every day. So I'm actually lucky enough to take some time. Uh, a couple of Mondays from now and go on the uh, field trip with, with her class down to Plymouth Plantation. Awesome. So, you know, just the, the different dynamics in, in our family are awesome. But they're great kids. You know, they're, they're great at school. They're crazy at home. <laughs> um, and they, uh, they're, bi- they're all big into sports, all three of them. And uh, I've been lucky enough to, to coach them throughout their, um, you know, childhood. Uh, specifically, um, you know, flag football with Bryce mm-hmm. and um, – baseball with Bryce and then softball with um, with Avery and, and Haley um, and then you know softball in particular I've put a lot of time into over the years um, with as far as volunteering so I've been on the the board of directors with Marshfield girls softball for the last six years now um, and uh, the last two years I've been vice president so I really enjoy coaching uh, you know I, I'm just not the personality to sit on the sidelines and 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 watch someone else do it, yeah. right? I'd, I'd rather be out there on the field and, and watching the girls grow from, you know, when they're younger to, to as they get better and older and, and, and the boys. It's, it's just uh, it's a gratifying um, experience for me. So, And then on top of that, I'm a business owner, yeah. you know, and the owner of Fern Gully, so I'm sure yeah, we'll so let's Yeah, so I want to get into that. So what got you into the furniture space, first off? So it's a good question um, because when it comes down to it, I, I – stumbled into it really okay <laughs> you know I, uh, I I didn't grow up saying that I was going to own a company that sells furniture and designs workspaces it yeah. just wasn't something that that was on my uh, my outlook but um, I went to Stonehill College in Easton and um, and they came recruiting um, from uh, Stonehill you know my senior year and they were recruiting, they were offering sales jobs. And um, sales was something that I, I knew I could do. I knew that I liked, you know, talking to people and being out on the road and in new situations. So I ended up um, getting hired by W.B. Mason right out of um, 
Stonehill. And uh, so if you're not familiar with them, you know, they're a, a longtime local company and they specialize in office supplies and office furniture. So, you know, when I first started working there, it was, it was mainly a, you know, um, on the road sales job, selling office supplies. But they also sold office furniture. So as my career started to evolve there, I, I definitely started moving towards the office furniture end of yeah. the things. Um, you know, selling commodities to someone at a lower price and lower price wins wasn't as gratifying, wasn't as rewarding to me as the office furniture sale, which means, you know, you have to go in and you have to gain the trust of the customer from the yeah. beginning. Um, you have to be knowledgeable about what you're bringing to the table, and you have to provide uh, a real service for them. But then at the other at the other end of it, you get to see the finished product, and and, and the, that's the reward from seeing the finished product um, mixed with you know using real life uh, problem solving analytical skills during the whole sales process is, is what drove me into uh, to the furniture industry. So what made you start Ferngully? Um, I started Ferngully um, at the end of last year, um, the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, great timing. Well, people say it all the time, you know, great time. It's, you know, crazy. What are you thinking? But the way I looked at it was um, I started to see I started to see a space for another commercial furniture dealership, which is, you know, what we're considered in the industry, um, that could provide a better customer experience um, than, than some of the other dealerships were providing. Um, I knew that a lot of my competition out there was uh, downsizing, you know, because they had large payrolls and, and they had to cut some staff during the pandemic. And um, I just knew that if I went into this, started Ferngully with a customer experience first mindset and, and mission, um, that we'd be successful. And so far it's proved to be, it's proved to be the truth. Where'd you get the name? The name. That's another great question. So, um, the name is derived from the movie, the Disney movie, Fern Gully Saved the That's Last That's what I was wondering. It is, yeah. So, I just wanted, I wanted something different. I wanted something catchy, um, kind of cool, mm -hmm. and um, something that would do exactly what it did right here. You know, it's a conversation starter, right? Mm -hmm. um, something that stands out in the space. It's not as generic as, a, as an office furniture dealer. People say, how does Fern, Fern Gully, what is it? When I was thinking about it, you know, I wanted to get the word fern in there, and I was going through different, you know, uh, words that had fern in it, and fernify, and fern nation. Okay. Um, I, uh, the name popped into my head, uh, Fern Guy Last Rainforest, and I said, ooh, that could be perfect. If I just change the E to a U, that gets the furniture part into it, and then uh, the other part of our mission, where whereas the first part is to provide the best customer experience in the commercial furniture industry, mm -hmm. it's at the same time making sure that we're giving back and doing our part to help out um, with the health of the planet in any way that we can. So I just I just thought it was perfect. So for those that don't know, what exactly does Fern Gully do? Okay. Um, Fern Gully, it, we're a commercial furniture dealer. And what okay. that means is that we provide um, – services we provide design services and project management services for anyone that's looking to outfit a commercial facility and that be you know um, a corporate office uh, a healthcare facility a school a bar a restaurant um, you know you name it if it's commercial we can do it and we we're a turnkey solution and we take the client from the beginning from conception 
and all the way through to completion. So it's not just, hey, I want this table, I want this, or this desk. They're coming to you saying, help me lay out this whole environment. Exactly, exactly. And that's, you know, really where we make a name for ourselves because people that come to us um, after maybe dealing with Wayfair or Amazon and mm -hmm. just thinking, hey, I can go on, it's easy, I can go on and order a couple of desks and chairs, but, you know, forgetting about some of the things that, that, that we know about and that we can bring to their uh, attention, really, you know, once they come to us, they don't ever go back to just buying online specifically. You know, it's nice to have the, uh, the expert human interaction as well. Well, I, I think, it, does it help that you're working with them through the whole process instead of them just ordering something that you're kind of taking them through this whole experience? I think so. I think so for sure. Um, you know, when, when someone's spending a good amount of money right. um, on, on their office or their healthcare facility or school, what be it, they want to feel safe. And, and that's, what, that's how people feel when they deal with us at Fern Gully because um, we make them feel comfortable from the beginning and we do that by, you know, telling them about past projects and uh, the experience that we have in the space and what are the upcoming trends and what's popular, what should they be looking out for. Once they start hearing all of this knowledge that we have to bring to the table, on top of the fact that we can still provide them with, with top quality commercial furniture all at the same time, it's really a no-brainer, you know? Where's some, of the, where's some of the businesses and environments that you work with? Yeah, so um, our biggest vertical so far over the last year has been healthcare. Okay. Um, and when I say healthcare, I mean, um, you know, like health, um, health centers, you know, community health centers um, and hospitals. Hmm. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough to have some relationships in this space um, that, that wanted to work with me once I went out on my own. And uh, the good thing is, you know, these facilities, you know, they weren't completely shut down during the pandemic, you know, they weren't, no one, it wasn't like their entire office was working from home. They were actually, some of them were getting funding from the government um, yeah. to, to, you know, change their, their facilities to make it more safe, uh, you know, more ready for another outbreak, um, you know, COVID testing areas or, um, you know, just making sure that everything in their lab space was up to code and uh, had the right finishes that were easily cleanable and, and so forth. So that uh, the healthcare uh, vertical is a big one for us, but we still do deal with your, you know, your everyday um, company. And, and, you know, whether it's a startup or it's, an, it's, you know, so it's a startup and they're coming to us because they definitely don't know what they're doing. Right. Um, and we're able to really guide them down the process from beginning to end. Or if it's a, an established company who um, is looking to reconfigure their space to make sure that when people are coming back from um, working from home for so long that they're going to be able to come back to a place that, that they want to come back to, right? So they can help, in, uh, you know, re retain their employees. What about the home office space? Because I know there's a lot of companies that said, heck, we'll just keep everyone at home. Is, is that now a, a growing area? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, so the good thing about Fern Gully and the home office space is that um, we're building out currently a uh, e-commerce portion of our website so that we're not going to be an only a direct sale uh, organization. We're going to have, um, you know, desks and chairs and multiple uh, finishes, sizes, but basic desks and chairs that can be drop shipped to their homes um, that can be assembled with 
you know, minimal assembly, you know, mm-hmm. screwdriver in the most for the most part. Right. Um, and, and, and it's in stock. It ships out in three days. You know, people are having a lot of trouble these days. Um, you know, I'm sure everyone is familiar with the, the containers that are sitting, mm-hmm. you know, over in the Pacific and whatnot. But, you know, I've really spent the time to find the right partners. And um, that's why when this rolls out, hopefully before Thanksgiving, you know, we're going to have desks that ship out within three days and chairs that ship out in 24 hours. So what's popular right now in the office furniture space? In the office furniture space, I would say it's um, height-adjustable desks. Height-adjustable desks are huge, um, and, they're, and they're big for a couple of reasons. You know, it's, it's – they're – they're better for the employee. Like they say, it's kind of a joke, but um, sitting is the new smoking. That was the tagline that came out a few years ago. And it's true. It's, it's, it's been proven, you know, the, the research has been done that it's not healthy. It's not good for your body to sit in a chair for eight, 10, whatever, how many hours a day to just be constantly sitting and doing your work. So, um, you know, the high adjustable surfaces allow people to still get their work done for eight, straight hours and mm-hmm. um, but sit and stand throughout the whole day so they can stand up for 20 minutes and do their work and sit back down for half an hour and do some work and it's just been you know proven to help um, you know with the employees health and the, if you're helping with the employees health especially this day and age where um, you know companies are struggling to retain their employees yeah. if you're not out in front of it and providing um, the solutions that that show your employees that you care about them, then you're going to have a tough time retaining them. You know, it just makes sense. What's something that people should focus on when they're, you know, outfitting their workspace? Uh, I think they def- you need to focus on a safe, easily cleanable workspace. Um, you know, you need to be sure that you're using the right materials. Um, you know, when we're doing healthcare these days, a lot of the healthcare facilities we're doing, they're using solid surfaces. And what I mean by that is, you know, a Corian work surface um, or a phenolic resin work surface um, in, in a lab or a clinical space. Um, but then if you're, because the reason being is because the solid surface is non-porous, um, there's no seams, so there's nowhere for bacteria to really right. dive into and then, you know, eventually cause infection. And then that just kind of rolls right over into the, um, the the corporate world, too, because what we've done is, well, you know, what one of our partners did was they came up with what's called the Fused Edge. Um, this is a company called Group Lacasse. They're a wonderful manufacturer. They're, they're based out of Canada, and um, they developed the Fused Edge. So it's if you have a regular laminate work surface, which is what 99% right. of work surfaces are, are made out of, in the, in the corporate world, they're usually, um, you know, glued on. There's a three millimeter PVC edge that's glued on, and, and you, you see an old surface, you know, it begins to split, and, and that's ripe for, um, you know, bacteria growth. But this fused edge, the forever edge, they call it, um, is laser sealed. So you don't see a seam. So not only does it look much nicer, but it's, it's, it's much better to ward off any potential infection, you know, due to bacterial, um, you know, infusion. What's the common, I didn't think of that, you know, when you're working with someone to, you know, design or lay out a space? Um, I would say the most common is wire management. Um, If if you're, 
a lot of times people think that, you know, sure, I can just go online and purchase six desks because I have the space. I measured my space, and, yeah. and I can put three here and three in front. But what they don't think about is you have laptops, you know, you have – uh, you need to be able to charge your oh. devices, your um, your iPad, your your phone. There, you need to uh, be able to run sometimes low voltage data cabling uh, to mm-hmm. these uh, to the CPUs. And uh, and if you don't have wire management, which it's really simple when you think about it, it's it could be something as simple as just clipping a wire manager underneath the work surface. Um, then you're gonna see wires all over the place, you know, because you're going on a 12 foot run from the wall, from the only place that you can plug in, and it just it, it looks sloppy, and especially you look sloppy with the high adjustable tables that are so popular, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So the what, what you can do with the high adjustable tables is you can kind of you're gonna put those into a into a, a pod of six, say, with three facing another, then what you can do is they have these things called power beams. Yeah. So that you actually run that off the wall. So you plug into the power beam instead of plugging into the wall. And mm-hmm. then when you're raising and lowering the high adjustable surfaces, there's these little wire management snakes that kind of just grip everything together and keep it nice and tight. So you're only seeing one yeah. thing go up and down with each individual surface. So... I think that's definitely the number one most overlooked uh, mm-hmm. item. And then, um, you know, I, I also think people don't take enough, they don't put enough thought into the acoustics of their office. Now, I know as we're sitting in here with um, acoustic paneling, acoustic I mean. paneling, you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. But, it, you know, if you're just, um, you know, opening up a new office, you might not think about it. So today's day and age when we're trying to keep people out of um, confined spaces to, slow the spread of disease right so but people still need to meet so what we're doing is we're designing spaces where you could put eight to ten people around a table but it's an open space it's an open area Um, and what happens there is once they start collaborating and their noise starts traveling you know right around the corner you could have a pot of workstations and and that employee's primary function could be data entry. You know, it could be something where they need to be focused on their task at hand. So, you know, you need to think about, you know, ceiling tiles. You know, we mm-hmm. have systems where we can make the ceiling entirely out of acoustic tiles. We can do it only over a collaboration space. Yep. We can put acoustic wall tiles. Um, and we can also, you know, we have uh, partners that we can bring in and do a full um, – office-wide sound masking system as yeah, well. So. Uh, we, we do a lot of work with businesses and going into business and filming, mm-hmm. and you occasionally you do run into those acoustical nightmares where it's, you know, hard floors, nothing on the walls, you right. know, that sort of thing. Right. Do you bring your acoustic panels with you to help Some drama t- We've out? had to. We've, we've had to bring in carpeting at times. Like, yeah. Like, like you know, that kind of like puzzle piece carpeting. Mm-hmm. Has there been a favorite project? Um, yeah, so far, I, I think... I'd have to say my favorite project was uh, um, a hematology lab that we did for a health center in Dorchester. Um, we completed it um, about two or three months ago now. It, it was a six-month-long project. Um, the reason I think it was the, my favorite project to date was because of how much went into it, um, and, and especially with something like a lab people don't realize how much planning goes into it. So we went in there, and it started as, hey, uh, we'd like to replace these counters because they were the old laminate counters, yeah. and they were splitting, and, you know, um, 
the Joint Commission was going to be coming through to yeah. inspect the health center, and they needed an upgrade. And so we said, of course, we can do counters. You know, we, we proposed the Corian option for them, and they loved it. And then it went to, can you do the cabinets? We might want to rearrange the cabinets a little bit because we're going to bring in some new instruments into the place. And what we ended up doing was a full-scale program for them that, you know, we went in and spent hours literally, you know, um, measuring every single thing that was in that lab, whether it was a microscope, whether it was a computer workstation, whether it was a large instrument, we took the measurement of it, and then we drew up a proposed new layout for the lab, and then we dropped on top of that the 2D shapes, showing them w how they were going to put everything back in the lab, and then how they were going to add um, you know, new instruments and stuff into the lab. And then that all tied into you know, a spreadsheet on, on the side of things. So there's just the most rewarding projects are my favorite projects, and the most rewarding projects are are most times the ones that you end up putting the most work right. into. So so I, I, would, I would say it would be that one, yeah. What separates Friend Gully from others in the same space as you? Um, customer experience, hands down. Um, that is what we focus on. Um, people do business with me and with Fern Gully because they know that they're going to get the best customer experience. And what I mean by that is they know they're never going to have to call Fern Gully and ask where they are in the process, right? Where they, and I'm not even talking about when the when the product is shipped, when it, if they track it. They, I'm talking about from the beginning of the process, when I get a lead, it's, it's it all falls back to the technology that we're taking advantage of these days, right? So I built a whole, um, I call it the Ferngully Complete Sales Process, and it's about a 10-point system in this software called Monday.com that as soon as we get a lead, it goes into there, and, and, it, and it drops down into, into each different part of the process as we go along. So when you're in the quoting phase, we have some notes on where the project is in the quoting phase. And then once we get an order, it's, okay, so we need to enter this to the manufacturers. And then once we enter it to the manufacturers, it drops down to um, ship date uh, tracking. Once we've got a ship date, then it drops down to scheduling installation with the installation company and with the client. And then all the way down to, uh, you know, billing the order and, and punch list and follow-up. And, and the great thing that we're doing that no one else is doing is we're taking – this software and we can filter it by client so if there's one client that's doing six different projects with us at one time mm -hmm. I'm able to filter the software program to just their specific company yeah. and then invite them to the screen and they see live real-time information as to where every one of their projects whether it's still in quoting phase or if it's been delivered and it's in punch list phase they can see where it is and they don't need to reach out to us that's the biggest thing no one reaches out to us before we reach out to them so talk about your partnership with 1% for the planet. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. It's, it's, uh, it's one that I'm most proud of. Like I said, I wanted to, when I founded the company, I wanted to make sure that not only were we providing the best customer experience, but that we were showing people that we were dedicated to helping preserve this planet. You know, you only have one planet. Okay. It's true. And um, not a lot. Well, I saw a stat the other day, actually, that, you know, 3% of philanthropic dollars today go to environmental causes. Mm. And that's just, that's not enough. So I figured that if I was going to give back in some way, that it was going to be to give back to environmental causes. So I reached out to 1% 1 for the planet, 
and um, signed up to be a partner and part of the program. And what that means is that um, you know, 1% of our annual revenue is going to be donated to a nonprofit organization of our choice, um, you know, to fund their goals. And, um, awesome. and 1% is awesome, too, because they, they put us, they do some of the legwork putting us in touch with who, thi- who they think might be a, a great fit, yeah. um, you know, to partner with. And uh, I, just, I just think it's a wonderful program. About working with like eco-conscious manufacturers. Yeah, I mean, there's so there's a couple of different ways you can help the planet. One is by direct funding mm-hmm. nonprofits who are doing it all the time. But you know, if you have a service or a product that you sell, then you have to make sure that the companies, the manufacturers that you're working with, are eco-conscious. Right. You know, if they're not, then you're you're not really delivering on your promise, right? So. You know, we make sure that we are partnering with um, manufacturers that take everything into consideration from the energy that's being used to actually make the furniture to the types of packaging that they're packing it in to the way that they're, um, you know, getting it to us and then actually to the to the end user. So, you know, we take a hard look at the entire process that our manufacturers that, that we sign up with go through to make sure that they're also eco-conscious. So what's the next 6 to 12 months look like? Bright. Bright? <laughs> yeah, uh, exciting. Um, just really every day now that um, I've, I've started my own company is w- while people say, you know, is it stressful? Yeah, it's, it is. Um, but I can't wait to be able to come back here, hopefully, if I'm lucky enough to get invited back in, in six, 12 months and tell you about these great things <laughs> that we've actually followed through on. And, um, you know, one of them is going to be our e-commerce site is going to be rolling mm-hmm. out. Um, hopefully, we're shooting for prior to Thanksgiving. And, and like I said before, that's going to be um, an experience where you can go right on our website. You can view chairs and desks and modesty panels and ergonomic accessories, monitor arms. Um in, in different finishes, different sizes. You can check out right on the screen, and you can get them shipped out if it's a desk within three days and if it's a chair within 24 hours. But then we're also going to have, you know, a, an option there for, say you don't want it drop shipped to your house, you want to put it together yourself, or say it's six to ten desks, and that's just a little overwhelming yeah. for you. You know, we're going to have an, an option there, and you can just click for an upcharge um, and we're going to provide, um, you know, the full service that we always provide, awesome. whether it's uh, consulting and or uh, installation services. Um, so there's that that's rolling out. We're also rolling out a new um, design studio that's going to be also hosted on our website, you know, back to, to you know, utilizing technology. Yeah. We partner with a company called Hello Ray, um, okay. and they're a local startup. They're based in Boston. Um, uh, they're in the angel funding round at this stage and we've been working closely from the beginning and what we're doing with them is is we're creating on our own website through the use of their technology a design studio portal specifically designed not as much for the end user but for architects and designers because on a lot of these large jobs that we're talking about um, the architects and the designers are really driving the specifications of the product Mm -hmm. so I thought why don't we try to build something that would allow them to come to our website instead of them a having to waste their time going from one um, manufacturer's website to another manufacturer's mm-hmm. website? Do you have this 3D model? Do you have that 3D model? 
it's all going to be hosted on ferngully.com. They can come here and get, uh, you know, a one-stop one -stop shop experience when it comes to their specification um, needs. And, um, and they're also going to be able to create boards, mood boards, right on, the, right on the site, right in the portal. And what that means is kind of like a Pinterest-like yeah. um, model where they're going to be able to take images and color swatches and create mood wow. boards for different areas of the space, whether it be the um, studio space or whether it be the uh, open office or the private office or the conference area. And then the coolest part is that they're going to be able to uh, communicate in real time again. This is a live, a live platform. Communicate in real time within the portal, so nothing gets lost in translation. And this means communicating with me, the dealer, um, communicating if you're an architect with the designer, and then ultimately uh, communicating this all with the end user directly on our portal. Awesome. That's yeah. Really, that's that's really interesting. It's exciting. Yeah. So, what what advice would you give to someone that's looking to do what you do? Um, looking to do what I do is you can't be afraid to take any chances, you yeah. know, as far as going out on your own and, and starting a business, but just the furniture industry in general, there, you need to have a, a high level of attention to detail because there's more, I mean, the devil is in the details. Right. They always say, if you overlook one little part of the specification, it could throw off a project for two weeks. And, and that's the last thing that you want to happen. So if, if, if this person is a hard worker, they have a strong work ethic, if they have a high attention to detail, if they enjoy working with other people, um, if they enjoy uh, design, if they like, you know, seeing um, a space that can be transformed into a uh, more beautiful and higher functioning space, if they have all those characteristics, give me a call because <laughs> we'll be hiring over the next six to 12 awesome. months too. So. so what's the best piece of advice you've been given from a business perspective? question um, <laughs> from a business perspective uh, I, I think I'd have to go back to when I was when I was just starting out in the business uh, one of my former bosses uh, who I respect greatly to this day uh, we were walking into a, um, a meeting for it was gonna be a negotiation and we were trying to get a contract signed and I was green you know I didn't know what, what I was doing for the most part but uh, he was bringing me along, and he was kind of mentoring me at, at this point in time. And he said, Kevin, here's, here's what's going to happen. We're going to walk in, and we're going to sit down, and we're going to have a brief discussion. And then I'm going to slide the contract across the table, and it's going to be quiet. And you need to not be afraid of the quiet. You need to learn to <laughs> embrace it. And I know it's, it's kind of funny when you, when you talk about it, but it's true, and I use it Makes all sense. the time. You know, you, you, you can't be afraid of quiet when you're dealing with – other people in business, um, you know, there's people are processing things, right? So if, if you if you're sitting there and someone's trying to process some information, and then here you are yapping away on the other end, it, it could kill a deal, you know. So um, just uh, stick to the facts, uh, the matter at hand, and uh, embrace the quiet. So if you could jump in the time machine to the start of your career, what would you tell yourself? <laughs> <laughs> That's a really cool question. Do you, do you have a time machine? <laughs> we do not. It's, it's, this is a question I always ask people oh, cool. to see what they, what um, they would say. Because that would be awesome. But yeah. uh, I think if I was going to take a time machine and go back, I would say um, be on the lookout for a company named Tesla. 
<laughs> and buy their stock. <laughs> um, and then on a serious note, you know, just uh, if I was going to tell something to myself back then, it's, hey, listen, um, don't be afraid to take chances mm-hmm. in, 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 in relation to what I've just recently done, you know. Uh, don't be afraid to go out on your own. If you f- if you have that calling inside that <clears throat> is telling you that this is something that you should do, you know, don't hang on um, and not pursue it because you're nervous. I mean, and, and, and granted, it's you're, you're taking a risk. Yeah. You know, you're going to be taking a risk, future Kevin. <laughs> but uh, but you want to just go for it because um, I wish I had done this a few years ago. Is what it comes down to, and I just I wasn't ready to take the jump. You right. know, and Rightfully so. I mean, I have a, a family, yeah. three kids, and I had a steady job, you know. But um, so far, so good. I'm, I'm glad I made the jump. Awesome. And for those that want to find out more about Fern Gully, where can they go? That's easy, ferngully.com, you know, F-U-R-N-G-U-L-L-Y.com. Everything's hosted on there. Um, we also have a fantastic following on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. It's been huge. Uh, Facebook. Um uh, all the information is right on any of those three sites, so if they're looking for more information, I would, I would point them there. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me.